Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Breaking news. Teresa Giudice of Real Housewives of New Jersey uh, has just announced that she's engaged to this guy, Luis, Louis Ruelas. Mazel. For some reason, the, the housewives' gods are providing today. Now, Beer Baby Lady sent all, all the help she could. Yes. So, Teresa, most people will remember, she was the table flip in the first season of Real Housewives of New Jersey. And she and her husband both went to jail, which they called camp for their children. In, in that tradition, you know, Italian Jersey tradition. That's a and, nice frame. Yeah. So they went to jail because the husband was like defrauding people and doing like all these weird scams to make money. So they both went to jail. They've they've been paying restitu- restitution. It's all fine. This last few seasons, her big storyline, because her husband got deported to Italy, her big storyline was when is Teresa going to find love? How is she going to find love? Who's the person going to be? So then she brings this guy, Louie, into the fold. He, his forehead, he's got more Botox than me. Hmm. He shows up to shoot. He's happy to be on camera, bringing her flowers. He gets to the reunion. He goes on stage even at the reunion. Was he, he invited on stage? Yeah, well, the thing with New Jersey is the husbands and boyfriends are always pretty involved. But This is why we have so many issues. We were raised in this, this backwards codependent culture. Right, and he's a little bit of an eager beaver. You're watching this happen, and you're like, why is this dude so stoked to be on television? Not the real house couples of New Jersey. Right, so he admits on the reunion that he's watched all 11 seasons of Real Housewives of New Jersey in order to get to know Teresa better. Ooh. A lot. So so she's like his prey. Yes. Uh, Also, though, Loki would would do that as well wouldn't you you would if i felt that i had a shot with the person but to if he didn't know her beforehand and he was just some guy watching housewives being like i'm gonna make that girl my wife it's i do think it's like a little like i'm not like gonna go find you know i'm trying to think like josh brolin and make him mine you know like josh brolin i don't know why it's the first one i thought of because i was thinking about barbara streisand is married to the big brolin and i love the son even though he's an alcoholic but he's so hot yeah you're like maybe i can i can get into the family i want to be a streisand brolin so this is so it's it's one of many red flags now i've been spending the last like five minutes gathering all of this data first red flag he uh the amount of botox in his forehead sorry Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's my internalized misogyny talking. I don't like a guy with as much Botox as me. I like a little more rugged. I don't like a guy who's posting on Instagram a lot. I, you know, it's like yeah. you said on the on the Courtney and Travis episode. I want him to be in a support position while I'm creating the face of my dreams. Divine masculine. That's all they need to do. Right. He's sort of making it about him. Mm-hmm. You know what it reminds me of? You know, a, a familiar trope from the other reality franchise taking the world by storm, The Bachelor. He is definition here for the wrong reasons. 
Exactly. Okay. Red flag number two, he might be a Scientologist. Okay. Okay. Not optimal. Not optimal. Red flag number three, he was sued by an ex for emotional abuse because okay. she's she said that if he wouldn't if she wouldn't have sex with him the amount of times per day that he wanted he would punish her oh my god even that like in a like so he would be like you're not gonna have sex then now like daddy's home and now you're my sex slave so either way he was basically like just forcing her to right bad girl she said she said he demanded that i be available for sex whenever he wanted her name is riser is her last name if i objected to his demands he would punish me he would be nasty withdraw from me and blame me for what happened textbook oh abuse oh my god Okay, so then another source who's connected to another ex of his said that their fights were because he was complaining they weren't having enough sex. Teresa, in the most recent season of Real Housewives of New Jersey, was bragging a lot about how much they were having sex. I feel like if anybody would get it right with a sex addict, it does seem like Teresa needs a lot of validation and may actually have a voracious sexual appetite. Especially after all those years in jail. After all those years in jail, you can't, yeah, fucking... Right. I mean, anyone who's going to flip a table is probably going to be pretty like a lot of testosterone, a lot of testosterone. Yeah, definitely. And that's not a bad thing at all. P.S. All women have testosterone. Yeah. My mother has high testosterone. It's kind of part of why I'm so butch. So (laughs) you're not butch. No, it's like I don't receive. I don't know how to receive. I'm the big spoon, you know, even with giant men. I'm always a little spoon. So the the ex Vanessa Riser. So she couldn't say the thing about being abused is you can't really talk about it publicly because the person can sue you for a libel or slander because mm-hmm. there's no way to really concretely prove that you've been abused. So the woman who filed that lawsuit, she said the things she said in the lawsuit, which were quoted in page six, which I just read. There's another article, May 4th, 2021, People Magazine, woman to run 285 miles in a wedding dress to raise awareness for narcissistic domestic abuse. And I would run 200,000 miles in a wedding dress to help the victims. I don't know. I shouldn't have gone on with that too long. My bad. No, it was good. So she, it was that same woman. It was Vanessa Riser. Oh, wow. Nessa. So she decided to do the run and and in her posts about those, about that run, that's when she goes into the detail about how her ex abused her. And I'm not saying that this ex was Louie, but I am saying. That well, to have did. two exes that abused her in a, in a, in a, a wedding dress worth running Forrest Gump style yeah. across America for it. If it was two guys that were that bad, then I would say, what you need to take a look at you nessa yeah so here's what she said about that and again she didn't mention his name narcissistic abuse is an insidious form of domestic violence narcissists generally will use the wedding or an engagement as a form of control and manipulation they entangle you and so the dress is a representation of how they did that she said she was engaged to a diagnosed narcissist sociopath who had a history of abusing his partners He left me in Cape Cod, and then I had to rent a car to get home. He padlocked me out of the house. A few months later, I left him, and he spit on me, called me a bunch of really awful names, told me that my dead father was a loser, and then he bleached all my clothing. Oh, my. This guy is not okay. So then she claims her ex-fiance even attempted to get her kicked off the board of the domestic violence center by claiming she was abusing him. Oh, my God. There was a lot of pain, she says. Psychopath. Mm-hmm. Who I had were to say you, it. Luis? 
I know. I had to stay at my mother's house for three months. It was really awful. For legal reasons, we don't know who this guy was. We don't know who she's talking about. But she also sued Louie for narcissistic abuse. She withdrew from many of her favorite activities, blah, 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 blah. So that's red flag numero trace. That is very scary. A diagnosed narcissist sociopath. Yeah, I mean, that's like, uh, you know, it's not what you want to put on your Tinder profile. I'll tell you that much. Def not. Red flag number four, and I think that's the final red flag, but they are pretty big red flags. I would say like maybe the biggest. I, but but I just want to know though, like when he was courting her, not after they were married and we and she was in and then she he did I guess that's what everybody does where they like lock you out of a car or they leave you somewhere. That seems to be a theme here. But while he was courting her, like in the in the months before they were married, I, I feel like this was sort of a shotgun thing. Was he like four times a day or nothing? I mean, could he have just how, how could he have even slept only getting one nut off? What do you mean? Like did she know that she was marrying someone whose requirement was t- to be penetrated four times a day? Uh, well, it's like I told you about the the frog in boiling water. They slowly- that's what I'm saying. So he, so it, right, he was probably fucking three other women at that time. No, no, but it, but it was like he was pretending that he wasn't, uh, you know, a, a, a thirsty thirty something. Hmm? Well, also he's probably incredible in bed. You think? Yes, crazy people are always great in bed. You know what? That's true. Whoa. Yeah. So Whoa. it probably started. That is why I'm in all these relationships too long. I am having. Because you're the crazy person, or because they're. No, the no, crazy. these guys are are not great material. They're not long term partners, but they don't know how to fuck. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, speaking from experience, the crazy guy that emotionally abuses you is going to be good in bed mm-hmm. most likely and mm-hmm. the thing is what probably happened with him and his exes if these rumors are true a person who is able to emotionally abuse and manipulate like that they're going to use sex as a tool for that it's going to yeah. be love bombing incredible sex he's going to be going like down on you for an hour doing whatever he goes, you want. i just feel like you think he does that like i feel like a guy that is yeah. so Okay. As long as I was coming, I think a couple of times we okay. Yeah, I'm saying like as in in terms of he, I mean a person who fits. Oh this. right, some abusers eat pussy. No, I think they probably all do. Hmm. Hmm. Not all of them. That's a crazy thing to say, but I just feel like it's a it's a part it's part of the toolbox. The toolbox. Right, is, right. That's how you get them in. You go. I, I go for hours. Sit on sit on the washing machine. I'll do it for you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's that's one of the tools. So, okay. Then there's this other thing. These are allegations from the account Bravo and Cocktails that I probably can't read on here just in case of getting sued. Um, if, we get, if we're big enough to get sued, we're doing something right. No, but like... Okay, let's not get sued. Yeah, it, I, I, I don't want to mess with it, but it's very damning. And... Give me like a hint. It basically confirms all of the things about what you would think he was like. It's okay. it, And it was on the account Bravo and Cocktails. All right. Okay, yeah. So sue them. No, just kidding. Don't sue them. Don't sue anyone. So there was also this thing that is real that went around that was circulating a few months ago from Louie at this thing called the Warrior Retreat, which is a retreat where- This is men- right. Remember we were talking about spiritual men? All the shit he's signing up for is, is hypothetically spiritual. And they're all, I said they're all predators. That's why the guys at the Moon Yule are so cool. Because I'm like, you, you guys might be normal. 
Thank yeah, God exactly. I'm the I'm the warrior teacher. I'm so that's that I'm fine with in terms of imbalance. He so he went to this thing, this warrior retreat. Google Ugh. Louis Ruelas warrior retreat, and oh, it's it's very weird. It's a place where men go after they have if they feel they need to like they need redemption and they need to oh, like get no. in touch with the divine masculine. But oh, as we no. as we've discussed on this podcast, like people who are abusive and manipulative are really adept at using that as a tool as well and saying, look, I went to the retreat, you know? So if you guys look it up, look up. The other issue too is that like an unhealed masculine cannot teach that men to be divine masculine embodiments, right? So they go to this retreat and it's, you know, that's why like the guy who invented Bikram yoga was actually poking his hard dick in that Speedo and all the girls were bent over and still got them to create cult around him. Like that's a certain other type of narcissist. You know that happened to me at um, a, a yoga studio in Jersey City. What? A guy, a, an instructor poked his boner into my leg, and ah! I and it was and I wrote to the yoga studio and I was like, "Hey, um, I really enjoyed this class, except for the instructor had um, an, his penis was erect and he rubbed it into my leg." And they wrote back to me and said, "You should have specified that you don't want hands-on adjustments." I mean, it's like, it's like, like they might as well have just said like, yeah, it's Bikram yoga. That's what we do here. It was actually Jiva Mukti yoga. And I feel confident saying that because I have the emails. Oh my God. That is deranged. I'm sorry that happened to you. And if anybody else has stories about Jiva Mukta, let us know. We could do the next big HBO expose. Let's take they're a in, They're in some lawsuits. They're Ooh, like New York brands. they are. Yeah, and I I actually it was fine. I wasn't like traumatized or anything. I kind no, of no, but it's just like under no circumstance should you go to an exercise class that you pay for and have a, a boner on you, right? Unless it's like couples yoga and you know you're with your man. I was also kind of amused because I thought he was gay. Well, that's nice when you know you can turn him. I know. <laughs> I've been there too. I've been there too. <laughs> Maybe he was gay, and that's why they were like. Uh, he, like, this girl is different, though. I just want to see if I can get, touch her with my boner and see if it stays hard. He was actually just working his stuff out. No, maybe the boner wasn't even related to me. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and oh, oh, oh. he was hard for a guy. And then he was like, let me just go over this, this girl. And just so everyone thinks I'm hard for this girl. Right. He's and like, that's why the front desk. That's yoga instructor. That's why the front desk Ooh. staff didn't take it seriously because they were like, oh, He's the bad. boner. It wasn't for you. Wow. Wow. You, I know that you guys don't know who we're talking about, but this is a hot tea. Yeah. But okay. So anyway, back to <laughs> Teresa. Um, you can find the video of him at the warrior retreat. Why can't I find the warrior retreat? You might have to search on Reddit and oh, in- shit. put a link in the put a link in the chat. Yeah, I'm going to try to find it. But it, when it was circulating, it was literally him yelling to his girlfriend being like, sweetie surrounded by a bunch of men talking to his his wife and saying like all this like mumbo jumbo of like i'm gonna be different i'm gonna be a different kind of guy blah 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 blah. So these are all of the red flags i've listed them all out um the other red flag is just that Teresa is clearly not a good judge of character and i feel okay saying that about her i i think most people would agree with that so here's what we've got we've got this weird warrior week thing, the letter that feels like love bombing, the lawsuit from the ex-wife, the testimony from, or the ex-fiance, the testimony from the ex-fiance that doesn't name him, but describes some very, very scary stuff and uses the word sociopath. Hey. Uh, 
and some some sourced quotes from another of his exes. We know it's verified in page six that he would demand sex and that he was sued for allegedly um, punishing someone for not giving him sex. These are all the things. And then there's just his vibe, which I think if you ever see foot, and there's the fact that he studied Teresa's reality show. 11 seasons. 11 seasons. I mean, what is he, me? I mean, because I've watched all of those seasons. Yeah, but you're not watching going like, and I'm going to be Carol Radswell's assistant someday. I mean, it's like when you watch a show like that, it's like, that's weird, man. That's stalking. Right. So, okay. These are all the red flags. This is all the evidence. Uh, Teresa is, you know, we all grow to love her as the seasons go on, especially because of her relationship with her four daughters. She's a little bit of a dodo sometimes, but you know, she's a lovable Jersey dodo. So what can you tell me about their charts? Okay. So I don't know Louis' birth time, but I can tell you that right now he's having an exact nodal opposition. So his North node is where the South node is right now, which means that the direction he's moving in is actually being like the, it's Sagittarius. So the belief systems are being wiped out down the drain. So for this to all be now so public and coming out, there's sort of this moment where like, he thinks that he's one thing and like, but the beliefs of the people are not what he thinks. And there could be some bottoming out in that area. What's also interesting is that this full moon was exactly on his Chiron. So we're also seeing his wound and where he thought he got healing. Like all of this coming out makes sense to me right now in a big way. Cause it's kind of like showing the, the, the Pluto undertone undercurrent of what's really going on. And then we're going, really? That's who Teresa's married marrying. Should somebody stop it? Should we call an audible on the marriage? Like, what are we going to do? Okay. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Pot Psychology, today, and they were talking about... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Statistic personality disorder. And of course, this is a word that gets thrown around a lot. And I don't even throw it around with my emotionally abusive ex because I just think everyone says it too much. But I do feel confident in saying when something is emotional abuse. But so they said that they were both reading some book about about narcissism. And they said one of the hallmarks of narcissistic personality disorder is your idea of yourself doesn't match up with the world's idea of you. And a lot of the time that is a big source of why you become so manipulative and and like fraught and may, like potentially abusive. So is this what you're saying? Like the the the, the that, world- that's being exposed right now so right if he has narcissistic personality disorder then astrologically he is in a moment 
where we are seeing that play out. Pluto, underworld, is is revealing the, the underbelly of what's really going on, right? And then we have, you know, Sagittarius, south node, at one degree, basically bottoming out, and we're seeing what he thinks of himself and the thing that he's selling, and we're going, this is ridiculous, how could even Teresa, who's obviously got a voracious sexual testosterone-fueled appetite, even then, doesn't make total sense. And then we're seeing, you know, the full moon is on his Chiron. So we're going like, yo, man, I know you went to the healing retreat. Should you go to maybe like a prison or some, you know, maybe a different kind of retreat would be better for you. The other interesting thing is that his his moon is in Libra, exactly where, remember I was saying on the 8th, 9th, 10th, there was an exact conjunction between the the sun mars and mercury retrograde ending a, a mars cycle and starting a new one it was exactly on his moon so for him to get engaged selling this story that he's a new man is uh it makes sense like for them to take their relationship to the next level on that conjunction and now we're going to see the fallout of this new Mars cycle beginning where actually all of this is exposed. So, and, and they are on TV. Like, why someone like this would, I mean, I guess because they don't know how they come across and they don't realize right. that there's something wrong with them. But it's like, it's like, so it's the same thing with like Jen Shaw and like anybody who's like committing felonies and getting taken to court. If, if you're getting subpoenaed more than once, why would you go on TV with it? Right. And the thing also about Teresa is that she is reality television's foremost Taurus. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it's interesting as- though because he's a Taurus too. He's a Taurus, Sun, Taurus, Mercury. Okay, that shocks me. Well, no, it doesn't shock me because Taurus is a deeply sensual sign. Taurus is a very erotic sign. Taurus and Scorpio are both very erotic. They're just different flavors, right? So, you know, if he had more Scorpio in his chart, he might be a better lover. He might be more interested in really connecting with his partner and making sure that they I think he is connecting sex. with them. I think no, but, but if they don't want them. yeah, but that's for the sake of then him ultimately Taurus just getting what he wants, which is to fuck when he says it's time to fuck. If he was more Scorpio, he would be more of a actual caring behind closed doors partner. Like I actually want to merge souls with you. So let's make sure that we're communicating about the sex and that the sex is what we both want. That's more Scorpio. Whereas Taurus is like, rub my feet, bitch, you know? But the thing to me where there's like sort of a red flag happening is that he has his Mars in Pisces. Now you are Pisces rising. I love, I love Pisces and I love Pisces rising, but I do think Pisces are the slipperiest fucking asshole fuckers. Most Pisces rising aren't because that's kind of the school you're in. You're kind of learning to be more Pisces. You're not naturally Pisces. You're, you're working with leading with Pisces. That's the boat you're in. But, you know, you would think with like Taurus Libra that he was a real sweetie patiti, right? But then it's like, well, okay, but actually his Venus is in Gemini, which means that he needs a lot of mental stimulation. He needs, you know, not necessarily a lot of partners. I, I, I mean, you might think he needs a lot of partners, but he at least needs a lot of action, right? Venus in Gemini needs a lot of stimulation. And then Mars in Pisces is like, you know, think about Mars as the, it is that sex drive. It is the aggressor. It is the, it is like the masculine war planet. In Pisces, it's sort of like kind of fighting in the dark in water. So it's sort of like, you know, Pisces are the fish that are going in opposite directions. It sounds like that's his sex life too. You are muted. LOL. I was eating my ham. Oh, 
careful. I don't usually think of Pisces as slippery in that way, but I do, I do see what you're saying. Like George Harrison was a Pisces and his wife, Patty Boyd never knew what the hell he was doing because he would be one minute up on the surface, sweetest guy ever. And then down in the depths, cheating on her and pretending he was some sort of like Indian deity with a hundred girlfriends. So yeah, but I, I think the fact that they're both Taurus, I don't know what to make of it because Teresa, the reason why she's a, the, the reason why there aren't that many good Taurus reality stars, there are a few and they're, when they're good, they're really good. It's Teresa, Kim Zolciak, Karen Huger, Luann Deliceps. These to me are all reality stars who are just being themselves completely. There are no like machinations. There's no 3D chess going on, especially with Teresa. Teresa is truly just being Teresa and she doesn't know how to be anything else. I feel like for the most part, Taurus is like the least manipulative sign. If, if a Taurus is manipulating you, I think it's just because they they feel like they don't feel like doing anything today and Wait, they're gonna make that happen I, you accused me once of not watching your taurus presentation and that was not so didn't you do a whole taurus presentation on how they're all like communist dictators yeah but they're not manipulative they're being very to be straight dictator, up to be a dictator you're manipulative i disagree you think like the people have it's like democracy is the system dictator is the system well, they weren't all dictators. They were just all communists. In my mind, there was like more of a nefarious edge. And we do know it is the most punk sign. It's communist. Taurus is Taurus. Like Taurus is being themselves and doing them all the time. And if a bunch of people decide to follow that their ethos, that is just a side effect of them being that ethos and living it out. I don't think like it's, but also like, is Hitler a Taurus? Yeah. I don't think he is. Is he? I think he is. Isn't it like 420? And also, I will just say that, you know, if Aries is oh, the he first, is. He's, a, he's a Taurus. If Aries is the first masculine sign, so it's a little bit, uh, you know, you know, it's it's not all the bad things about the masculine, but it's it's just like impulsive, primal, um, you know, reckless, aggressive, quick to stop crying, but definitely gonna be crying. You know what I mean? Like like it's a puppy energy. The first divine feminine sign, or the first feminine sign of the zodiac, is uh, Taurus. It's 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 almost like you know, kind of like Eve energy, right? Where it's like you're now like you're you're the bovine, like you just do the girl thing, and hypothetically you'll be taken care of, and you can just be pretty and relax. But I think that we have such a damaged culture that that could also I could see how people could fall into a role of like lazy submissive or uh you know sort of pleasure seeking dom in a mm. taurus role yeah like teresa her her downfall the reason she went to jail is because she opted out of having anything to do with her family's finance and she just she signed everything that he put in front of her and she just was like, uh, I'm the wife. I don't do that. Like I am literally like bovine is a great word for it. And I don't mean any offense by that because she was just like, I'm literally popping out kids and never thinking about an, any number again in my life. What's your prediction for this relationship? I'll say mine first. I'll say my, okay, yeah, yeah, you go first. my celeb media journalist prediction first. I do think they're going to make it down the aisle. Mm hmm. I think they're going to have a short engagement because I think... Yeah, he wants to lock her in. 
exactly whatever louis is he's no fool clearly uh because he had his eye on the prize and he clinched it this far so he is 100 gonna get her down the aisle as soon as possible and i think that's when sort of the chaos will begin i think it, it's i don't want this to happen i'm hoping and praying that this is gonna be a love match and that they're going to enrich each other's lives and everything's gonna be great but I think we're going to start to see some chaos post-wedding. I think the wedding is going to be beautiful. I think it's going to be a destination somewhere. I think all of her daughters are going to wear white as well. Her daughters. Daughters. Yeah, as she says. My daughters. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot of sadness and a lot of I told you so. And I think her, her brother, Joe Gorga, is probably going to have to come and bail her out. That's my crystal ball prediction. And I really hope she maintains the money that she does have left after that freaking nightmare law issues that she already went through. And she's already bought the McMansion with him. They already bought the McMansion together. Like they're locked in already. So ugh, that's my prediction. What's yours based on the astrology? Okay. I haven't like, I, I don't know who either these people are. You're, I'm hearing all this for the first time. And I'm also not even, I have their charts up like from Google, not from like my charts where I'm like looking all together. But my quick prediction, I actually think that, he knows how to work her in a way where like so long as he makes it seem like you're who I want sex from five times a day that that might actually be enough for her like I think that her feeling like she's the star of a reality show she's redeeming herself with this relationship and now it's someone who's so fucking I think I think in her, because they both have Taurus Sun Mercury so on some level they are speaking the same language like they really are connecting mentally and on an ego level but Teresa's Taurus is all in her 12th house and her Saturn is also in her 12th house so that's unconscious so I think Teresa in general is a bit directionless but then she has a Leo moon so she has like temper tantrums but kind of doesn't even know like she 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 would like to be in a relationship to at least be able to blame the dumb behavior and temper tantrums because it's very hard like if she was a more evolved person and she went to her own warrior camp or whatever they might teach her to when you have 12th house you also have the ability if you work with it to be like super psychic and extremely clairvoyant and and you know very empathic and and very um you know, and I don't mean that in like a narcissist empathic way. I mean more in like a, you can work with the blindness and and, that, and then you can see, right? Like I was mm. talking to Raz the other day. She's like, nothing is something. And it's like, oh shit, right? So that yeah. kind of vibe. But, but I think that actually her chart is, she's just looking for a stable, whatever that means to her. Like she just wants to feel at home with her person and get to be a housewife. And she wants to be able to throw fits on TV. That's, that's like yeah. kind of it. I know. And I also worry because I think she might buy into the myth of like explosive fights equals passion. I do think that. Yeah, I think. That I, and in fact, I think it's not even buying into the myth. I think for her, it does. Yeah, but that, that's that's how she got in jail. No, she got in jail because she was not paying attention to the finances. But she yeah, but signed up for the fights husband, again. No, listen, did. listen. Because her husband was an asshole. So it wasn't like she was like, I'm not doing numbers again. She was like, I don't it was part. It was partially that. And it was also because her husband was a huge asshole. And like, she just listened to everything he said. And she thought that the fight, and they would talk about how much they had sex and everything too. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. this is textbook. And it has, it doesn't, the sex thing isn't even what matters here. What matters here is the stuff that's in that People Magazine article mm -hmm. about his ex-wife running 300 miles in her wedding dress 
if that is about him, the sex isn't the issue. It's the, he got mad at you and locked you in a car and walked away without the keys. It's, it's. I feel like though, this is where we could see an upside to reality TV because there's a big difference. Even if you're still a dick, there's a big difference between how you're going to act when there is a 12 person camera crew there versus, and when you know it's being broadcast versus when, you know, Joe Schmo, what was her name? Renner. She became the runner because who the fuck are you? Yeah, but if if he really is an emotionally abusive person, he's going to know how to emotionally get all the camera people on his side. He's going to hide it from the camera. You, listen, I'm telling you, didn't I already tell you this with the petito and laundry thing? They know when to turn it on and off. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess I guess I just do see Teresa kind of being a glutton for punishment a little bit. Like, I don't think she'll relate to it as emotional abuse until it's like you're going to prison. Like, it doesn't sound like she was about to leave her ex-husband until they went to prison. She still sticks up for him. So but there we I'm go. Saying, whether she sees it as abuse or not, like... Of course he'll she, abuse her. He's an abuser. You can't say that, so we have to... But, it is, but it's true. I'm, no, but you can't say that because we're going to get sued. I'm telling you, you can't oh, say oh, that. Oh, oh. Let me rephrase. People are who they are. So it's likely that his behavior... Whether he he woos the crew or he just waits till they're all gone or whatever. It's likely that this is his personality. It sounds like the warrior camp was a bit of a scam, right? It was a hard dick at yoga class. So, yes, I agree that this guy is who he is. But I also think Teresa is who she is. And that she doesn't relate to abuse as abuse. Like, because the abuse wasn't why she left her first husband it was actually prison and she still sticks up for him if the same fate happened here so long as they stay out of prison i think they could stay married he was a mean her first husband was just a meanie like i don't know if it was wasn't as a you're saying he he didn't read as abusive he was just a dickhead yeah he was he wasn't playing 3d chess like maybe it was financial abuse but it wasn't he was just a real asshole and like she stuck up for him no matter what but the thing is with this guy what what i'm saying is it doesn't matter if she thinks it's abusive or not what matters is like if she ends up with an abusive person that person will suck her dry am i allowed to say this emotionally don't say something that you're not allowed to say because i don't feel like editing it again okay can Use I... the word if and apparently okay okay, okay. if what you're saying is true and i'm that... not saying anything oh okay not true not true fuck 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 <laughs> <laughs> whoops okay, okay okay that's really funny though my bad okay okay perhaps <laughs> there's a scenario where this becomes like a Lorena Bobbitt thing and we see like the rage of of Moon and South Node and Leo Teresa. Her North Node and her Midheaven are in Aquarius. So she is going to ultimately have to learn to detach and play it cooler. But that South Node and that Moon, they're the pillars of her chart. And then she has her Mars and her Venus together in Cancer. So at the end of the day, she could come to a breaking point. And also her son and her Mercury and her Saturn are all in the 12th house. She doesn't know who's driving the car. She doesn't even want to be in the car. She's just like, blah, blah. so I could see there being a snack so on Teresa's part. Yeah. Um, I want to say a table what, flip of the humankind, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I want to say also just as a disclaimer, this podcast is for fun and entertainment uh, purposes only. And we do not know what the fuck we're talking about. We are running right. on that. 
and there's nothing in your chart that shows that you're abusive or, or likely to be abused. We're just kind of using this as a tool for how things might unfold. And we're just like making a podcast for you all to just like listen to and get into tea with. But we don't really know yeah. them personally. And we and do not we- hope for the worst. We hope that he is reformed from warrior camp. Yes, exactly. That is the most important thing. We hope he's reformed from warrior camp and we hope. We'd love uh, to see some Yelp reviews from the other guys. And what their wives, but we'll see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yelp. I would love to find out more about this warrior camp, though. Like that, I'm curious about. Yeah, you ju- that. Uh, I might delete what you just said because that's too good of an idea. Yelp reviews from warrior camp, right? Like, like there's like a lot that we could do. Like that. That's a funny thought. Yeah, dick room yoga. Is that funny? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.